Welcome to the Zen Brain Podcast, where we explore alternatives to psychiatric medication and strategies for conscious lifestyle change. Here's your host and philosophical entertainer, Michael Pierce. Michael Pierce. Welcome back to the Zen Brain Podcast. This is Michael Pierce, and I am excited to announce that we are doing our first artificial intelligence interview today. And our guest on today's podcast is Brian McNeil, an ecstatic dance DJ, music producer, an all-around good guy. And we're going to get into some questions about ecstatic dance and how he got into it and, and what he loves about being a DJ. All of these questions were generated by artificial intelligence based on Brian's bio. So Machina, my co-host, will be um, doing the interview. I hope you like it. If you'd like to get your own interview, go to zenbrainpodcast.com and click on register as guest. And if you have any questions that you would like answered on the podcast, go to our anchor page, anchor.fm slash zenbrain and click on the message button and you can send us a voice message and uh, we can answer your question on the podcast anyway i hope you're excited for our first artificial intelligence interview there'll be more to come and we'll uh, see you next time What was your first experience with ecstatic dance? My first experience with ecstatic dance uh, was was pretty interesting. Uh, I remember in the circle up that it, it seemed a little bit weird. It seemed at first a little bit culty. Uh, some of like the banging on the uh, Kind of like the slapping on the floor when people say certain things, kind of like as if they're giving their approval of it. Um, and uh, it can be a little bit intimidating as a first-time person. Um, however, once the dance started, um, I noticed that there were some people who were just very comfortable going right into it. This is a thing that they've obviously been doing for a while. Um, and once I kind of got over the initial... Uh, newness of it all um, and started getting into the music um, wow it was just it was really good it was a very safe place to uh, freely express myself and obviously a safe place for others to express themselves um, and it was it was awesome and towards the end um, I remember feeling like, wow, this, this feels like home. This feels like a good group of people. I, I like this thing. And, you know, here four or five years later, um, I'm still going in a part of it and I love it. What do you love about being a DJ? 
DJing is one of my favorite things to do. Um, I love music, have loved music for ever since I can remember of all types, and especially electronic music, and anything that, that gets people dancing and with rhythm, and I was first exposed to DJing at some of the rave events that I went to and some of the clubs and just thought that's like the coolest thing and I want to do that and and then got into it and it's just super exciting and to have others dancing celebrating life um, and and what a celebration of life it is so I, w I would say that and then the healing that can come um, sometimes it can really help people or specific music can can really help people uh, if they've been having a hard time um, it seems to do do those things so it can inspire people can help people when they're down um, and I love that that's that's what it does for people how do you decide which songs to play at your events My process as a DJ for playing music for poor people, uh, and I'll say with ecstatic dance, is that it seems like weeks before, um, certain songs will enter my mind that I just know I'm going to want to play. There's some key songs usually that I'm like, I'm for sure going to play these because they, they stand out to me. That That's typically what, what ends up happening. And um, I just feel like they're, they're songs that everyone will need to hear for some reason or another. And um, I'll be inspired to get a particular type of, of, of music together. And it, it just varies per, per dance and what comes up. And it's kind of just what comes to me uh, through intuition. And then when it comes to the actual time of playing... Um, some of that music I'll end up using and a lot I won't because it's so in the moment and based on the vibe that's going on in the room and with, with everybody there. So um, ultimately the, what, what, how I decide is, is uh, in real time during the dance, um, I, I have the songs that I know that I can pick through that, I, that, I, that I've gotten ready. However, um, it's actually dictated via the vibe that's going on in the room, and um, I'll be led to certain pieces of music just because uh, I know that they would fit better than what I originally had planned. And so that's part of that process. What are some of the reactions you've gotten from ecstatic dance? The reactions that I've I've gotten from ecstatic dance, um, I'm guessing that this question has to do with DJing, um, has been has been generally quite positive. Um, it seems to to really inspire people 
and there's a lot of celebration of life going on on the dance floor. And then there's also certain pieces of music that seem to really move people and like touch their soul. And um, and so like as a DJ, there's there's uh, certainly moments where I feel like I'm a star for a few hours, you know. Um, and it just kind of feels like a, a rock star, you know. People are getting super into it and yelling and and looking up at me, and it, it's a very uh, surreal experience, especially in contrast with my normal life, which is uh, I do a lot of stuff just alone. <laughs> um, and work on a lot of projects alone and things like that. I mean, I, I do work with other people. However, uh, I would say that there's definitely a part of my personality that's that's more kind of like a lone wolf and uh, love my, my peace, quiet, and freedom. What are some of the challenges you've faced as a DJ? Some of the challenges I face as a DJ, um, you know, it, it's actually been fairly, fairly smooth in the process of it. Uh, one of the biggest is sometimes getting paid. I don't get paid quite as quickly as I thought I would be. Um, and then some misunderstandings about the amount. Uh, sometimes I thought that I might be getting a little more than than I was. Um, uh, also, sometimes it's a little bit frustrating uh, when people are offering up to have me play as if I should be excited to play for free somewhere. Because it's like, yeah, you'll have an opportunity to DJ, and you know, at their event, and it's like. Well, so what? And you're going to get a free DJ. So it sounds like the win is for you, not for me. And uh, if it has to do with exposure, um, exposure for DJs is kind of a cheap, uh, it's kind of a cheap benefit. I mean, if you're just very first starting out, sure, you want to get some exposure and have people be aware of you. However, if you've been doing it for a little bit, um, exposure doesn't really mean anything. Exposure just means that you're playing for free and why would you play for free when when you built up these talents and and uh, can actually charge for it so um, yeah, that's my answer to that thank you for joining us today if you have any questions that you would like answered on the podcast just click on the messages button on our anchor page to send us a voice message Until next time. This is Machina with the Zen Brain Podcast wishing you a beautiful human experience. (laughs) 